to the purple chair. Hey, Christy. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Good. Currently, I'm hot, but you know. It is hot. Gosh, this weather. So today, we wanted to talk about the five love languages. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I know probably almost everybody I know has read this book, at least as far as people that I know that have been in church mm-hmm. or married for any extended period of time. But I think that revisiting this often mm. in your marriage, before marriage, during your marriage, often to remind us because we tend to sometimes in our marriage get a little bit, I don't know, in a rut or if we're mad or upset or we feel like we're being done wrong, then we tend to forget to love our significant other like they need to be loved instead of how we want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times I know you've been married a long time, too. We get upset when our significant other isn't loving us like we want to be loved. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, we begin to think that if we show them that kind of love, then they will in turn Mm -hmm. show us that kind of love. Or he's not speaking my language, so I am not speaking his. Sure. (laughs) Or we're just not compatible anymore. I know I hear that all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know why how we ever got married. Well, you got married because you had something in common at one point so Chrissy what's your love language honestly my love language is acts of service you know if if somebody would just my kids some sometimes my kids will speak my love language right you know Grace will come in and she'll just start vacuuming the floor or she'll now she knows that she's speaking my language like right that's gonna make my mom happy yes you know they figure that out over time right if you'll just and it's not really like doing things for me. It's, right. It's more of an appreciation thing. I appreciate you enough to speak your language. Right. And to do the things that, you know. Right. And, you know, like we had talked in our last episode, it's not necessarily that, that they're doing anything that they aren't really expected to do. Mm-hmm. But I know myself, even as a parent, when they do it and I don't have to ask yeah. or fight oh, with them or oh tell goodness. them 15 times. Gosh, that makes me so happy. I am a happy mama when they do that. Oh, I just always tell them they're my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at you. You clean the toilet. You're my favorite. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's just so important because I do think that this book, uh, The Five Love Languages, a lot of times people think that that's just for your spouse, but it can can be for your children. It can be for any friendship that you have, because a lot of times we see where friendships kind of hit a rough spot and they kind of drift away from each other. And when you were talking to one side or the other, they're like, well, he never did this or Mm -hmm. she never did this. And every time I would travel 1400 miles to go see them and they would never come and see me. And that's because that's your love language, right. not their love language. Well, I th- you know, that's just like husbands and wives. I know my husband sometimes if we're having a disagreement or we're having a little, you know, problem yeah. in the marriage and we're <laughs> we're not really getting along, then he'll go, he'll go buy me something. Right. You know, and I'm like, okay, but that's not my, that does nothing for me. That right. hasn't fixed anything because. Same here. That's not my language. Don't speak that language because it's not mine. mine. I don't hear it. Mine is definitely acts of service and I would say maybe quality time. And my husband sometimes is very good. It's like he goes through these phases of where he's so good at the acts of service. I'm telling you, you can buy me a $20,000 diamond ring. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, that's pretty. And that'll get be that it. vacuum out and vacuum, get that that vacuum rock, out. Honey. 
put in some laundry. <laughs> yep. You got my attention, okay? <laughs> and um, it's just so important. And so, again, in ministry, if, you're, if you've been in ministry any, any length of time or had friends that have been married any length of time, you have seen couples get to the place where they're ready to call it quits. And when you really sit down and start diving into what is wrong, it's really none of those things. It's none of the actual symptoms of what's going mm-hmm. on. It is everything to do with how you have interpreted their love for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the book always also talks about um, the love tank. Yes. And, you know, I've heard that on different talk shows and whatever. And I used to roll my eyes like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, love tank, whatever. <laughs> But it's so true if you really think about it. Yes. We all have a love tank. And if you are constantly pouring out and pouring out of that love tank and it's never being filled back up, eventually you run dry. Exactly. And there are lots of people that I think we see that a lot really in our stage of life, too, because when their love tank is empty, then they turn to putting all their focus on Mm -hmm. their children. And then their children grow up and they begin their own lives and then the two of them haven't put the effort into Mm -hmm. their relationship as they should have the whole time and then they no longer have anything they don't even have anything to draw from right at all like they can't even remember Mm -hmm. back when and I think it's just so important to know that it is a continual effort and Keith and I tell people all the time when we're counseling with them love is not a feeling Mm -hmm. the feeling that you're feeling that is lust, it's, you know, mm-hmm. butterflies, whatever, whatever. It's infatuation. I always tell my kids that's infatuation. That is not or, love. Or excitement. Oh, we've yeah. had this big excitement. We've just had a big marriage. We've just had a big yes. wedding. Well, it's exciting. Well, once that excitement goes away, then what? Right. Because we prepare so, we prepare, take so much time and effort and just every detail on the actual wedding, but mm-hmm. we don't really prepare For the the marriage. marriage. Yes. And that's really what it's all about. We have to be prepared for the marriage and to love somebody for the rest of your or their natural life. That is an action. That is a contract. Mm -hmm. It is a covenant. It is not something that you can take lightly. And it's not easy. And it is not easy. It Mm -hmm. is work. It Mm -hmm. is work. And you have to be committed to doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, then do not get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my advice to anybody, because I promise you the pain of getting divorced is so heart wrenching Mm -hmm. and so devastating that you will never be able to see marriage through the same lens again. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for maybe a new, newly married couple that maybe I would say that one year mark is a really good <laughs> is a really good mark where you're like, I just made the worst mistake of my life. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for them? What I have learned in my marriage is that you cannot be selfish. You Amen. know, I a lot of wives or even husbands. You know, sometimes we get we go in, we go into a marriage thinking he's got to keep me happy. Mm, come on now. That's there. his job. You know, as long as he keeps me happy, I'm staying in this relationship. But hello, what about that other side? There's a there's another side to that coin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your responsibility to keep him happy, too. Right. Right. You know, as long as you are speaking each other's language, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry whether or not he's going to keep you happy. Right. Because you're only going to fill his tank even more. 
And then he'll have more to pour out on you. Well, and it's so awesome that you brought that up because I talk to couples about this all the time too. You cannot go into a marriage feeling like that person can fulfill every single thing that you need. It is impossible Mm -hmm. for a human being and all of our flaws Mm -hmm. to be that perfect. And if they (sighs) are, if they appear to be, run. (laughs) Because that is not who they are and their agenda is not pure. And I've heard many women, even men say, oh, well, he's perfect. You know, there's nothing wrong with him. He's perfect. Mm. He's the perfect man. And, you know, I just roll my eyes and like, okay, well. Just wait. There is no perfect men. (laughs) There's no perfect women. No, no. We're all just a bunch of imperfect people that walk this earth. Right. And we're all learning every. Listen, I've been married 25 years this year. And every day I still learn something else right. about my husband, something new about it, my husband. It is every a person, mm-hmm. period. If you're living and breathing and growing, you never you know, stop learning. You never stop learning. Mm-hmm. You begin to change your different phases in your life. Your priorities become completely different. I mean, what I thought marriage was, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, is nothing like what marriage actually is. And your love language could change too as you change. Absolutely. As you get older, you know, me, I am not a touchy-feely person. Mm -hmm. I don't have to hold my husband's hand all the time. I don't have to, but that's his love language. So I have to speak that on his behalf because when we dated, that was a bone of contention between us because he thought he always had to like put his arm around me or hold my hand. And I was just like, (laughs) dude, you're smothering me. So I would break up with him. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that was my way. And, and I still get flack for that from my family. You know, you <laughs> broke his heart three times. Okay, well. He got the point. Obviously. He did. And now I have learned over time that as long as I speak that language, we don't have that barrier to cross, you right. know. And it really, is it hurting me to hold his hand? No. No. Is it hurting me for, for him to? Right. No. Right. You know, but back then. Right. I hadn't learned that that was his love language. I just thought that's just gonna be right and back then (laughs) our selfish part of us only wants what we want yes and so if we don't want it then they should not do it and that's just not the way it is it's it's not the way a marriage works and and when you decide to get married and you know come in covenant with your with your spouse you're not the same person but your goals and Mm -hmm. working together and getting there should be the priority in your relationship. It's it's setting the goals, each person doing what they have to do mm-hmm. and pushing forward together. And that's, I think, where we lose it a lot of times. And then we find ourselves always at odds because one may want something more than mm-hmm. the other. But these these goals have to be something that you both agree well, on. Well, and I think that's that's where marriage counseling comes in. Guys, listen, if you're thinking about getting married, seek a marriage counselor before. Yes. So you don't have to seek one after. Right. (laughs) Even if everything, if you guys, I mean, your favorite color could be the same. Mm -hmm. You might like the same desserts. (laughs) You might like the same TV shows. Even if everything has gone completely perfect up to this point, go talk Mm -hmm. to people. Because I promise you there will be a time when you will be in a situation that you never expected your yourself to be in and you won't know how to handle it because you don't know you don't have the tools well and it's just an outline you know Mm -hmm. this is what we're going to expect in our marriage this is this is what is expected of the husband this is what is expected of the wife and then when we add 
kids in there. Oh gosh. How are you going to raise your kids? Are you are you, how are you going to discipline your kids? Mm-hmm. Are you going to agree on that? You know, that's that's just things that have to be you have to talk about that before you even put a ring on that finger. Right. You and know? and ladies, I always tell this to the ladies cuz I don't I can't speak from a man's point of view, but always see your potential or your new husband as though they are what they will be. Mm-hmm. So you got to see them mm-hmm. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, because you play a role Mm -hmm. in them being that person. If they don't have everything, I'm not saying that they have to be perfect in this bag of chips right now. What I'm saying is that when you see that potential and that desire, then adding the two of you together, you play a significant role in him becoming the man that God's created him to be. Mm -hmm. And he, in turn, plays a significant role in you becoming the woman of God that he created you to be. And that is so important. That is all part of why marriage, premarital counseling is an absolute oh, so must. Important. And even, you know, having those, you know, times that you go and check in and just say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, these aren't exactly how I had envisioned it was going to be. Give us some tools mm-hmm. to work through mm-hmm. this to understanding each other better. Right. So um, we just wanted to come and talk about the five love languages we will be starting a new um, couples bible study mm-hmm. on june the 15th mm-hmm. at 7 p.m here at rwc restoration worship center in park hills and we would love anybody and everybody to join us if you have been married forever <laughs> come if you are not married yet come if you are newly married come come get the tools mm-hmm. come talk to some people who may have been in the same situation because I know when you're going through it, you're like, mm-hmm. no one has ever had to deal with this. I don't see how anybody that dealt with this stayed married. <laughs> Trust me, somebody has been there. And I you'll promise. have some light bulb moments. I know I did the first time I read this book. I was like, yes. oh, well, I haven't been speaking that language. So, yes. And it's the five love languages mm-hmm. by Gary Chapman. And we will have a lot of input from other uh, leaders and couples here. You can get your book at Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. You can get your book online. I mean, you can really, you can ebook it. You can do whatever, whatever you care to do with that. And we just wanted to end this broadcast quoting a scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 7. And it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Hmm. Um, I just have one more thing to add. Keith and I recently, actually it's just been within the last couple of years, we heard um, a pastor talk about marriage, and the he and his wife had gone through a time of separation on the brink of divorce. And he said, what I learned, one of the most important lessons that I learned is if you guys have a decision to make, if he's a no and she's a yes, it's still a no. Mm -hmm. If she's a no and he's Mm -hmm. a yes, the answer is still no. It's not until both of you can, you know, whether you have to pray and seek God about it, when you come together and when both answers are yes. Mm -hmm. It's a yes. And that's so important. And that I I hear that in my head all the time about different things. When you have two yeses, then it's a yes, but not before then. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christy, what's your shout out this week? 
Um, I'm going to shout out the Donut Palace because I love me some donuts. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say they're amazing donuts. Oh, my gosh. But more importantly, the owners, every time I go in there, they are so, so, so nice. They are I mean, so sweet. They're the sweetest people that I've I ever met. I call him my donut boyfriend because <laughs> every time I go, he gives me a free donut. And it may just be because I order so many and he yeah. th- he's just thankful. Mm-hmm. But he is so sweet. They are so patient and Oh, kind. and they're so appreciative of, of your business. Oh, yes. I mean... They will. The last time we were in there, I think they thanked us three or four times before we left the building. Yes, you know. Yes, it is. It is an awesome place to go. That's the kind I, of people that you want to visit, though. Yeah, and I love Krispy Kreme. Just saying. Oh no, Donut Palace. But Donut Palace. Sorry, Krispy Kreme. Yes, but Donut Palace is the way. Keeping it real. To go. <laughs> now I want one. Yeah. <laughs> now we have to go get one right after we get off here. Um, My shout out will be to all of the churches in the area. We have navigated some very Mm. choppy waters Mm -hmm. since March 12th. Mm -hmm. We are still navigating very choppy waters. We are trying to uh, be there, you know, in service to our communities. We are here. I promise you guys, even if you haven't heard from your pastor, they're there. They're praying. They are thinking and seeking God for what to do next. But it is so important to be supportive. We want to tell you guys to not fear because God is in control. Mm -hmm. We at RWC, we've been back almost a month now Mm -hmm. and we are excited to be together. I have never been so excited in my life to be able to assemble. I think not being able to assemble with our local body of believers was so devastating spiritually that you just don't realize how much you depend on mm-hmm. the encouragement and the uplifting and even the prayers mm-hmm. of people. And so just be encouraging to your pastor. If you haven't reached out to them or you haven't heard from them, or if you haven't been to church in a while, call them, reach out, send them a text, send them a card in the mail, mm-hmm. go and support them in any way that you can, because they are trying to pull everything back together, but they're not ready to go back to as church as it was because mm-hmm. we are not the same church. Mm-hmm. We are changed and we have heard from God and God is doing some amazing things. So I just want to shout out to all the churches, every denomination in St. Francis County, because we have all been through it. Mm-hmm. As always, thank you for joining us and we will look forward to seeing you next week. If you have any prayer requests or have any questions, please direct message us on Facebook. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in.